1: It is the Two Guys Rides Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B fired up today, man. We're talking, well, we're talking some of the most important things you could do for your car, your ride, your toter home, your fun machines. You know, summer is upon us, man, and this is one of those podcasts where you're gonna be stunned because we have the Einstein of additives, the man, the myth, the legend, uh Chris Gabrelchek from Hot Shot Secret. Like this guy knows everything on how to keep your engine running forever. And I mean, honest to God forever. And he's got proven data. Um, I mean, hardcore racing, uh, to back up everything, man. I'm excited about today. Yeah. It's all about the science, man, but we're going to put it in practical
0: terms, right? How do we solve certain problems? How do we take care of the gear that we have that we love? Uh, and I will tell you, um, I'm going to raise my hand. You might not be able to see it, but I'm guilty of not always taking the best care of, you know, especially some of my toys, you know, I get done playing hard, you know, riding them hard and I kind of throw them away in the winter and you know not always yeah, the best man. thing to do <laughs> and you know we're out there in the heat we're out there in the summer we're we're building temperatures uh so Chrisco Belcheck, man he does know his science man that's why we call him like you said the einstein of additives because he knows how
1: to bake a cake the einstein yep. of additives baby he's brilliant with it all man and it, it's crazy man i got the motocross track in the old backyard fired up after you know, I haven't rode at my house since before my house fire like two years ago. Uh, I rode some at the rental property I had last year, but I had this motorcycle of mine. I dusted off this past weekend, and, you know, I should have checked the oil. I should check the fluids. I should probably change them, but I was so excited to get the track back up and running. Man, I spent two and a half, three hours, um, then took a break, spent another three hours just throttling, and I mean throttling hard, man, all day. And I was putting a bike up, and I was like, you know, I really probably should look at well, look at changing the oil. Thing. <laughs> um, we're all guilty of it, man. It's, it's one of those things that's hard to to look at. And, you know, also the vehicles that take all of our toys to and from. Uh, let's be honest. Oil changes nowadays. I had a buddy the other day. This is wild, man. Listen to this. And we'll bring Chris in. Hey, Chris, you're going to love this story, man. A buddy of mine goes and he's got a normal car. Like, you know, one of those simple crossover deals. Um, dude, he's normal car. Uh, nothing special in the oil or the capacity of it, right? $200 for an oil change that's not even with an air filter. What about Cabin Air? Because they charge you like $800 for those things, you know? Dude, it's insane to think where we're at right now. And obviously, you know, depending on how you feel about certain things, I feel like this this sort of war on oil and, you know, this this raising of the prices is to, you know, help sort of get everybody over on the electric side of the fence um, and, and, you know, shift over to uh, electric vehicles. But man, they are, I'm telling you, man, they are just gutting uh, the general population on, on normal maintenance stuff. Remember you used to change your oil every 3000 miles. Well, for some people that's once a month, once every month and a half, once every two months, you know, depending on how much you drive, but to think you're now dropping two hundo for an oil change, That doesn't, Chris. Does that make any sense to you as a guy that has watched the the oil, the additive world significantly change over the last number of years? Can you believe they're they're trying to get that much money for an oil change now?
2: No, that's uh, that's crazy. And you know, the whole three thousand mile oil change, I think, was made up by the oil companies. I know there's been articles before that I read that said. You know, that's probably good till 5,000 or 6,000, but, you know, that would just put a dent in the whole market because they would add twice as much oil as they need. Uh, but it it is strange. And, you know, one of the things that we've done at Hot Shot Secret that's a little bit different is we, we really follow the passion for additives. Where I think most of the other additives on the shelf, they're just pretty much there to sell product. And, you know, we didn't want to do that because this is what we love doing. So we've been able to find out that could help, you know, extend the life of the oil uh, makes the engine last longer, makes the transmission last longer. That's what we're all about. That's what we love doing. So that's well, what we do.
1: Well, not just help, but you found a way where people, if they wanted to, they will never have to change their oil again. Correct?
2: Yeah, we do. We have a fill for life. I mean, it's good for two hundred thousand miles. Um, I would say that's probably the lifetime for most people driving a car around a city. Um, you know, it's but we can, you know, even at a hundred thousand miles, we could show you an oil analysis that looks better than the oil analysis did at five thousand miles because you know we're using such a good oil, such a good filter. Uh, it takes a little bit of work. I mean, you have to be passionate about it. You know, you have to pay attention so you know but it does work i mean it does work we've got hundreds and hundreds of people doing it we've got thousands of truck drivers doing it you know semi-truck drivers you know 200 dollars for an oil change would be a bargain for them you know they're they're probably right, like right. 600 yeah so they're yeah. looking for ways to save money you know one of the other Big money. people can do and i know this is you know this is a zero risk thing is doing an oil analysis you know the oil analysis are like 15 20 bucks and if you can if you can get a little bit of oil and check it, it will tell you if the oil needs changed or not. Plus, it will tell you everything that's inside that engine that's going on. It'll tell you if there's antifreeze, if there's fuel dilution, uh, if there's excess of wear. And, you know, you don't have to do an oil analysis every oil change, but... You could get a uh, basically a rhythm to it. So the way you drive might be different than the way Kevin drives. So you might check your oil. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah. Most definitely yeah, he's slower, he's slower than slower. Me. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. Your oil, you know, your oil might, you know, get up to nine thousand miles and then it just needs change or six thousand. You do that once or twice, you pretty much know that that's it. You know, every 6,000 miles, you got to change your oil. You know, Kevin's might be 9,000. You don't know, but it's an easy way to save money. I mean, one or two oil analysis will give you a really quick and easy uh, thumb on the heartbeat of your car.
1: Well, you say that blood, you know, the oil is the blood of the engine. And and like getting blood work done, an oil analysis will provide you with so much data what's going on internally so hold that thought for a minute let's talk about that longevity game uh, allowing people to stretch those oil intervals out significantly uh, let's talk about you know maybe in the second half of the day how you fight some of the other killers for summer and that would be heat management and thermal management we're going to get into it today quick break we're back in on it with the two guys rise podcast he's Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B we'll see you on the other side of the break It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B, and we have our boy Chris Gabrelchek check on Hot Shots Secret. You guys check this out. Jump online. It's unbelievable, and it truly is. It's amazing how some people become pioneers at such a cool little niche thing. That on the flip side of the coin provides God provides so many people um, not only with with easier maintenance and you know, uh, longevity in an engine under brutal conditions. But, man, you really make dreams come true uh, for people in the race seat of their their race trucks behind the wheel, their 18-wheelers, or just towing, you know, all the fun toys to and from all the parks, lakes, and reservoirs. Um, this is the guy you need. So pay attention. We're going to dive in. Um, now, Chris, we're talking about oil changes and how to play that game, the longevity style, uh kevin what's the longest you've ever gone uh, on a car without an oil change like i get really nervous man if i hit that five thousand mark i'm like i gotta get the oil change i gotta get the oil change i'm freaking out i'm like oh god it's gonna blow
0: (laughs) well if it's something i really care about i'm the exact same way you know i'm I'm you know, always on the cautious side. I want to change the oil and make sure it lasts forever. And then there's the, you know, maybe you got a lease vehicle and you're like, wow, well, you know, I'm kind of busy this week. And maybe you could put it off a little bit and, and no one will sure. ever know. <laughs> you know, so there's definitely a spectrum on my end. But, um, you know, I, I am definitely a, a believer in um, if you have enough information, whether it's from your manufacturer or, like you said, if you get some oil tests, which I've never done, I, I'd like to do it. I want to poke on Chris a little bit about, You know what you can learn and maybe what's the process because then you can be more confident right and what's going on there like you said before the break right it's the lifeblood and if you do a simple oil analysis you can see what kind of wear and other things that are in there and the the composition of the oil and how well it's holding up chris can kind of break down what all those mean um so I think that gives us some, some confidence, but now vehicles are getting in that six, eight, 10,000, maybe even a little bit higher. And some of those oil change requirements, I believe actually dated back to uh, oil consumption of the engine, because what they didn't want to have is, uh, you know, a vehicle that's burning a quart every, you know, two, 3,000 miles, which was pretty standard. Uh, and no one checked their oil for 5,000 and we're a quarter too low. And all of a sudden we're, you know, sucking air and blowing up engines. So there's a little bit back and forth between what does the the engine really need uh, as far as, uh, you know, time and quality of the engine oil. And then what does it need from, oh, shoot, if you just went in and added another quart, you could go another couple thousand miles, you know? So that's where if you put in a little bit of work, especially when things are so expensive right now, that maybe you could save quite a few bucks and be smarter and take better care of your, your machinery.
1: Talk to us, Chris. Talk to us, baby.
2: <laughs> well, the other thing is you don't have to, again, you just have to do one or two oil analysis, and it pretty much sets the record for you for the rest of your life. So if you think about how many times you get your oil change over now in the next 10 years. this is a pretty easy way to do it. You you can go to our website. There's other places that sell them, but just hotshotsecret.com has oil analysis on there. They send you a, pre, a bottle that's got an address on it, um, which goes to the lab to test it. And then inside, there's another bottle, and that's the one you put your oil in. And you just, you know, crack open the the bolt in there to loosen it up a little bit. Fill it up with oil. It's probably like four ounces. and Put it in there and, well, you got to fill out a form, too. They'll ask you what kind of oil it is, how many miles are on it, what kind of car it is. That way they could kind of calibrate it. The computer will look for anything that, say, is like a Ford F-150 versus a uh, diesel engine. And then they'll flag anything that's out of place. And then the results will come back they're really simple to read it it does it's not complicated at all i mean they'll they'll red flag anything you should be concerned about but that's going to look for wear metals you know anything that's where and then it will tell you what to look for so if it's um, iron obviously that's just the inside if it's 20 parts per million that's normal if it's 120 it's going to flag it and say something's causing extreme wear here Uh, it's going to have copper um, chrome, you know, if the chrome is in there, then it looks like a bearing or something is starting to go. If it's copper, it, it could be from the cooling system. Sometimes the, the lead and the copper will leach in from your cooling system. It's just something else to look out for. And then they'll have um, additive, additive metals, you know, like things like zinc and phosphorus and things like that. Are they at the right level? Are they going up? Are they going down? And then in the middle, they'll have mixed ones, things that are in both. Uh, the antifreeze and in the oil things like boron, and they'll just give you an idea if something looks out of line there then you know what to look for um you know but they'll tell you it also tell you if, if it's oxidized and if there's soot in it
0: so you know we could do this on on different <laughs> applications so maybe you've got your your road car and, and maybe you could look at the deterioration at you know if the manufacturer says eight or ten thousand mile oil change and you want to say oh, what am i at five or six thousand And you could look at your oil and go, well, heck, man, this is in great shape. Maybe I'll go all the way to 10. You could check it at 10 or, you know, if you add oil, if you're burning it, uh, check it at 10 or beyond. And you can kind of maybe stretch that out and say, wow, this oil is actually good for 12 or 15,000 miles if I just add a quart. Uh, But I'm thinking you could also do this on maybe a race application uh, and you can look for metalware and say, hey, man, after so many runs, right, I'm seeing... Uh, maybe an increase in number of iron particles or other things like that. Uh, tell us maybe, you know, from your experience, what are, what are good methods to use this, this process?
2: So for in the racing industry, you know, we test every race at the end of every race, they'll test the oil and then we're constantly moving our formulas around to try to get the optimum longest wear. So one of our, one of our success stories was there was a driver who was, um, changing his oil after every race and doing an oil analysis when you get it, because they want to see what's breaking down in the engine, right?
1: See, that's kind of like me, man. I got high-end oil, but I change it every one or two races because I just feel like the it, it's under such brutal condition. I, I need to do that under, you know, uh, a bunch of boost, a lot of heat. You know, I, I run alcohol in my, in my race car. So I'm thinking, man, I got to change that oil every one or two times I hit the track. Uh, there's a way
2: well alcohol is tricky because you know the alcohol gets in there and draws moisture so it gets kind of milky looking but mo- our drivers have been able to go the full season without changing oil and they said you know at the end of the season they they pull it and they test it they, they check it versus what it was before and they said it's still in better shape than it was at the end of one race so it, it can be done and i mean that's tribology and you guys know about tribology kevin's a tribologist you know, you're you're studying the the sliding surfaces, and that's what we do. We want to we want to find the optimum way to do it. So one one of the things that we do is we use a, a PAO base oil, which is a uh, a true synthetic oil that's man made. It's almost impossible to shear. It's almost impossible to break it down. When I say near impossible, I mean it takes like two million miles before you'd ever break it down. It's 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 just that it's just that stable. Uh, you know, one, if, you know one, one of the things if you just want to think about it in simplest terms, you know, you've got carbon and hydrogen. The stronger those carbon and hydrogen bonds are, the longer that oil is going to last. Well, those synthetics are just crazy good at that, the PAO. they just impossible to, to get into oxidized. So we build, a, we build an engine oil out of that, and it just can last forever. So what Kevin referred to earlier, we do have a fill for life. Program where we have a bypass filter, and the short story is, you, know, you get a um, a filter that can go down to one micron, and you put it on the engine versus your OEM filter, which is about fifteen micron. So that fifteen micron filter is like a screen door; it's letting a lot of stuff through because you can't starve the engine for oil. Um, but we take a we take one quart per minute, and we run it through a, a one micron filter, which which clears out all the abrasion and wear, so that oil is cleaner than brand new. Every mile you go down the road, the oil's cleaner than branded, so the engine almost—it doesn't wear at all. Like you go and look at it, and there's just zero wear on it. So then we we mix that with a, a really good PAO synthetic engine oil, our Blue Diamond oil, and we can go you know two hundred thousand miles on an oil change. That was on a semi truck. So I imagine, you know, semi trucks are a lot harder on oil than just a passenger car. So I imagine a passenger car could go forever. I don't even know how long it'll go. So.
1: What what about, you know, for people out there that do a lot of towing? We're talking summer vehicles. For me, man, you know, I'm so interested in just, just my race car because I've got to think so many times I've I've changed oil. And, you know, um, on the cheap end, you know, the, the oil I'm using is, is crazy expensive. So for us race guys, uh, whether it's nitrous or regular gasoline, you know, my, my streetcar, I was thinking about bringing it over here. It, you know, out here in Colorado at this altitude, the thing clicks off low nines. I've done plenty of nine-second streetcar shootouts, um, but even on that car, I I don't I don't drive it more than probably a eight hundred a thousand miles for a change of oil because i make a lot of hits on it. I'm I drive it hard, um, and you know it's a it's it's no hot rod. So I I drive it with my foot through it, and I just feel like if I'm not doing then oil to 800 to 1,000 miles. I'm, I'm killing the internals. so Well, maybe maybe we stop for a second and we talk about what
0: are the different things about oil that means it's time to change it because there's breakdown, right? There's dirt, right, from wear and debris, which you talked about filtration, right? And there's other additives that break down. There's there's chemistry that happens because of the combustion gases that blow past the ring. So maybe walk us through real quick what are the, the number of things that, you know, cause an oil to need changing and we talked about a little bit um you know one of it's just adding oil if your engine is burning it which is normal some of it leaks past the rings and gets burnt so you know we we kind of get dictated to change oil before it gets too low but we could actually add oil so let's let's list out all the different reasons of why oil needs to get changed in the first place And then you've got options for how do you extend the life of it without having to change it?
2: Yeah. And when we get done, make sure you remind me to send you guys some oil analysis kits because you can check them and give you some guidance on that. But the things that we're looking for on oil analysis that are going to break down the oil is going to be obviously dirt. You don't want dirt running around in there, scratching things up. That's always bad. It's kind of like the cholesterol in your blood. But then the additive metals, those additives are what keeps the wear from happening, like the zinc and the phosphorus, but they also keep the acid down. Um, Gas engines aren't as bad as diesel engines, but what happens is when we mix um, the carbon dioxide and the oxygen and everything, we create mild acids inside the oil and there's acid neutralizers in the oil to to neutralize it basically, keep it from... Eating anything up inside the engine um, those those will deplete over time you know just like your you know i always use the example like when you're washing your dishes and you put dawn dish soap and then you got all the bubbles and then after a while all the bubbles are gone you know you squirt some more dawn in there <laughs> or you change it so you know that's the right, right. oil and then the other thing we want to look for is when it when it overheats depending on what kind of base oil it is it's going to um oxidize and they'll they'll look in the test they'll look for um oxidation and soot so soot will start to build up if you've got a lot of blow by if a lot of oil going in there and then there, there'll be an oxidation number on there that will tell you hey this oil has been oxidized you should have changed it miles ago and the other thing about the oil analysis it'll tell you whether or not to change the oil i mean they'll they'll give recommendation leave oil in there for three thousand miles and then test it again or change it as soon as possible
0: there you go nice okay yeah they that, that's for you Willie man do your racer too? send that in, and then be like, dude, do six more races. See what, see yeah. what you got. it would be
1: amazing, dude, if you don't have to drop, you know, $400 on a stupid oil change uh, for the race car. So, yeah, man, that's uh, that, that'd be a, a big-time um, piece of info to have kind of as a – well, just any racer I could see wanting the ability to, to know when they're going to save that much money and just keep rolling because – for the most part, guys I know, so many guys out there do the same thing. Well, I'll put a few hot licks on it, man, a couple races, so i got to go change the oil. And they're dropping big money for it because the price of that stuff is skyrocketed.
2: Right. And in, in the place, what we make are called high-performance lubricants. They're not everyday lubricants. So where high-performance lubricants come into place and additives are racing um, towing, pulling, heavy duty, because if you think about it, those are the most severe applications that you're going to run into. You know, if you're pulling a RV or you're pulling a camper up a mountain in Colorado, or even an RV, you know, 35,000 pounds trying to go up a mountain, that's a lot of, a lot of weight on, a, on an engine. So those are the places where we really come in key. Um, you know, we use a lot of extra boost. You know, we are talking about RV vehicles and boats and lawnmowers and all the things that don't, usually get the attention that they deserve because we don't use them enough i mean you you drive your car every day so it's you're made aware of it hey i gotta change my oil there's a sticker right on the windshield tells you when to change it right well your lawnmower doesn't have that your riding mower doesn't have that your rv doesn't probably have that the generator doesn't have that so these are the things that you know you really but i gotta change oil
0: and all those other things i thought they just
2: Stay you talk life for, for life oh, you don't have to change the oil in those man, <laughs> man so, just
1: prime it pull it you're good rip it so i'll tell you that's where
2: change for life really comes in you know especially like an rv generator i don't know that you'd ever wear out like the blue diamond oil and you know it's kind of a pain to get to and to, to change it so those kinds of things it really pays off to use the best of the best oil which is what we've got um or if it's a really you know, important car, like one of yours.
1: Yeah, man. Well, here's the deal. We got to take a break now. Come back. Tell us what it costs to get this, this kit that can filter out all this stuff. How difficult is it to put in? I'm sure you've seen an increase with the price increase of oil. Um, and also, there's another killer out there we haven't spoke of, and that's all that heat management, thermal management. When you're pulling an RV up a mountain, especially, you know, here in Colorado, you wouldn't believe the number of vehicles – whether it's passenger cars, light-duty trucks, 18-wheelers, there's always a number of them going up the old Rocky Mountains right out of the gate out of Denver, man. You go through Golden, Colorado, and the mountains are eating you up. And it's a big climb to get up to, you know, that 11,000, 12,000 feet range. And, dude, every time we go up through the mountains in, in the summer, you'll see cars overheating um, and just dying on the side of the road. So well, let's chat about that and how to protect ourselves against that when we come back. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B. We'll see you on the other side of the break. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. My man, Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B. We got Chris check on Hot Shot Secret. You guys are not going to believe what we're talking. How would you like to never change the oil And you ride again. That'd be amazing, right? Probably save you a bunch of money. Well, Chris has all the things you need to do just that. So maybe pick up on that real fast, Chris. Tell us a little bit about this filtration and how people get it. Um, And also let's talk a little bit about, you know, the heat game because He's the killer in the engine. I'm sure you have some things that will help out for a summertime, Uh, whether it's like my man Kevin. You got a a little toter vehicle and a motorhome you're pulling up to the mountains and and to the lakes or somebody just out there doing, you know, weekend warrior racing. Um, Let's uh, sort of click off first. Tell us about this filtration system, how you get it, uh, and how difficult it is to install
2: the one micron it's called the fran's bypass filter or the hot shot secret bypass filter it's on our website it's not a retail product because it's kind of customized um they, they send you a package of all kinds of different hardware because every car is different it looks like it's really difficult to put in but it's not i've, I've been able to do it in under 20 minutes before um, basic you know, ba- basically you just have to find any place where there's a feed of, of pressurized oil um, in the case of a Sometimes it could be as simple as uh, the, the sensor, the oil pressure sensor, putting a T in there and bringing, bringing the pressurized oil over. Um, if not, we make a plate that goes on, like a uh, on your oil filter, between the oil filter and what the plate is that's already on there, and it's got pressurized oil coming off of it. So there's a fitting in there. You just poke on a bark fitting, put on a clamp, run it up to the filter. The the hardest part is finding a place to put it under, under the hood because. <laughs> they press so much stuff in there now, it's really hard to find a place to put it.
1: Everything's compact. Yeah. yeah.
2: But you know, once you get that done, you just mount it, mount it and just run your lines. The return line can go, you know, any any place. But we have a cap, like a, you know, your oil fill cap that we've taken we've had those made with a um, spout coming out or like a threaded thing in there that we can put a fitting in and then hook the up. So it pulls it from the oil filter and runs it back into where the cap is. And it takes, again, it goes about a quart per minute. And just, just to give you an idea, cause I know this is really hard to fathom. We bought a used truck when we were testing this off of eBay and it was a six a Ford six O and it had 20,000 parts per million dirt, which is really, really dirty oil. It um, was, it was a, it was a uh, utility truck, so It was pretty worn out. Oil was black as could be. So we didn't change oil. We put a bypass filter on it and drove it 250 miles. We used it for deliveries and came back and it was 1,600 parts per million. The brand new oil was 1,800. So after 250 miles, that dirty oil was cleaner than brand new oil in a cork on the shelf. It's, it's a really good system and it works great. Uh, again, it's just you have to be somewhat of a mechanic to put it on or take it to a mechanic and have them put it on
0: that shows you uh you know what you can do with filtration right you can keep your oil clean because as we talked about you know there's three or four different things why you got to change your oil and dirt is one of them now you could use uh you know for maybe less miles to gain you know replace just the filter your standard filter right so this is a bypass so it's the one micron and it's it's happening in parallel, so you still have all the oil pressure you need. Just some of the oil is bypassing and getting cleaned and filtered at the highest degree, right? Um, so you could change your standard filter now. You won't get you know a million miles out of it, but uh, you could certainly extend, uh, let's say, the cleanliness of your oil for you know another however many thousands of miles. So that's another alternative too. But then your oil is degrading, as you said. The additives are kind of breaking down like the dawn soap you know, when you're washing dishes. So what do you do there? So if you got the filtration one way or the other, right, the almost forever or just, you know, doubling up uh, what you had there to begin with, what do you do about the additives that deplete?
2: So we we make a package called TBN booster, which is total base number. That's the test that they use on the oil analysis to tell how much additive is in there. Um, so we, we you know, I'm a brilliant marketing guy called a TBN booster. Marketing hates me because I come up with the dumbest names. Well, now that they got real people that know marketing, they're changing the names, but, TBM Booster has a a rate right on the side of the label. And generally it will take about one ounce to do like a car. It takes about three ounces. It'll say, if you want to raise the TBN of a five quart system, three numbers, add two ounces. It's all figured out for you. Now, these are the actual additives that we blend our oil with. And the reason I came out with it was back when I started working with bypass filters and a lot of people that were using delivery trucks, diesel trucks, the oil was was great. I mean, it, it was coming back beautiful. The viscosity was in check. Everything was fine, but the additives kept depleting. So I called everybody in the industry and said, does anybody make a, a TBN package that I can sell? And everybody says, no, nah, we don't do that. So we we made one. And it worked really well. And even if you wanted to um, extend the life of your oil, like let's just say you don't have time this month to change your oil and you got 3,000 miles on it, you could spin that filter off and, you know, put a new filter on and just put in two ounces of TBM booster and leave it in there for another 3000. Now I'm not, you know, that's, that's making a general statement, but by and large, it's going to be fine. I mean, if you did oil analysis, it would be much, much better because then you would know factually, but the chances are that that was going to be fine after 6,000 or even 9,000 miles, just with a little bit of TBM booster.
1: Man, it's crazy. The, the adders make that much of an impact. Um, before we run out of time, man, um, how does that affect temperature in the engine? Uh, I got to feel like that's uh, keeping uh, some pieces and parts much cooler internally and and therefore you're able to see that and gauge that, right?
2: Correct. So our, one of our flagship products, our FR3, which stands for Friction Reducer, and there's three patented products in there, it lowers the temperature down about 15 degrees. And we've been – Working really hard to find out why um, and to quantify that because it's got a lot of applications in other areas. And you know, we know we get more more horsepower. You know, all the dynos we've done, we're getting like eight percent more horsepower. Or if we do mileage tests, fuel economy tests, we always get
1: wait 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 eight <clears throat> percent.
2: Yeah, we get eight. We get eight percent on on most trucks. And then we did a Harley. Somebody did a Harley on a dyno, and I think he got five percent increased horsepower. Man, so it's a chunk. We've done when I say hundreds, we've done hundreds of dinos to check this, and it always comes back the same. We've never, we've never seen an inconsistency in it. And you know what we're doing is, you know, we've got two, you know, patented esters, which is a, a group five base oil. It's a really small molecule, and they, you know, there's thousands and thousands of different kinds of esters. Um, that's you know man-made oil that they make in a in a factory or in a in a uh, a fracking type of thing. And so each of these molecules has, each of these esters has different unique properties. Well, we found two of them when we mix it with our nanocarbons that make this really unique blend where it coats the inside of the engine with a nano-sized carbon. Now nano, we're talking three to nine nanos. So just to give you some idea how small that is, like human DNA is like five nanos. So this is like the size of human DNA, but it's able to put a layer in there on the inside of the engine that allows the oil to flow better, to work better, it allows the additives to work better. Um, it has a synergy with the zinc. And I think one of the things that we were able to do, one of the esters without getting too deep in this, because I know that's not with one, that's not the direction everybody wants to hear, but one of, the, one of the unique properties is one of our esters is extremely polar. Uh, which means it's got almost like a magnetic attraction to the metal. So it's actually pulling that carbon down and plating things really well. So that's why we see the drop in temperature. That's why we've seen the reduction in wear. Um, on all the wear tests, we've been able to get about a 47% reduction in wear. So if you think about that, you're you're able to make your engine last twice as long for, I don't know, like 10 bucks for oil change. It's it's a great product. I mean, it's, it's you know, we we've actually started – Talking to other oil companies are looking at buying it from us now. They're testing it because, you know, so unique. Even some of the additive companies have added it to their formulary uh, because it is so unique.
0: Yeah, think about that. So, pretty amazing stuff. The amount of wear reduction plus the temperature reduction, it's kind of a double whammy.
2: Correct. And again, what we're doing is we're. Um, reducing the friction of the sliding forces inside the engine, and as you guys know, you know the the combustion engine is only you know thirty to forty percent efficient. You know, efficient, it's not, yeah. there's a lot of room for improvement here. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's all kinds of things we can do with sixty percent. So yeah, you know, yeah, man. You know, moving at eight percent isn't um, you know, it's 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 really exciting for people that are in the car business because eight percent increase in fuel economy is something that Ford would love.
1: And I got I to gotta ask about the transmission, too. I, I go to a road course out here, and, you know, I, I'll take my, you know, I got a pretty nasty little supercharged Camaro, and as I'm watching everything creep up in temperature, um, boy, I'll tell you what, the transmission sure isn't immune to it. Uh, banging through, uh, bringing through the paddle shifter uh, through chicanes, tight turns um, on a boosted little setup, man. Those training temps start skyrocketing. Have you seen the same uh, ability to fight off? Um some of the, the the temperature issues in the transmission as well?
2: Um yeah, we make a product called Shift Restore. It's different than it's a completely different product, but it does an amazing job inside the transmission. First of all, it'll shift a lot smoother. Like you you people will feel a difference on how it shifts, um, but it'll also drop the temperature by about 15 degrees. And, again, it's a it's a very polar ester, and what it's doing is coating the inside and allowing um, all the oil to basically – the oil molecules to roll off of it easier, and it, it kind of pushes all the atoms back in. So the, the easiest way I can explain it is, you know, if you, if you remember, like, a creek or a river, and you look on the side of the river, you see all these little edges, like sticks and things, and you can see little eddies where, you know, the water's stagnant. So the, the water going down the middle of the river is probably going, like – 20 miles an hour If you go towards the bank it's only going two miles an hour and sometimes it might not even be moving. well your oil system is the same way if you look inside there you're going to see all kinds of cracks and crevices and things like that it's not smooth you know so what happens is those oil things get stuck on the sides and it slows it down so the pressure in the middle might be great but on the sides it's not so great um, matter of fact they they can actually um caused lines to burst it's called a micro burst but what happens is you get like a little eddy and it builds up and it it creates a, a bursting of the molecule inside there and it creates heat and that's why like hydraulic lines blow so what the what the shifter store does it goes in there and it coats the inside of that so it pushes all that in so instead of like 80 percent of the oil going at you know 20 miles an hour now you got 95 percent of the oil going at that speed so that's that's where we get the, the temperature drop because the, the reason we think that is the temperature drop is within five minutes i mean it's not friction usually friction you know friction that you're going to see a slow gradual reduction in temperature because you're just rubbing less but this is like instant i mean it's it's crazy how good it works wow
1: that's impressive man and you know just continuing on um things that you guys are constantly working on what about you know gear oil rear end oil things like that you know on the on sort of the edge of, of what people do as far as maintenance and, ge- and and all that stuff. That that stuff wears and shears and breaks down over time too, but nobody addresses that. Nobody, you know, dives in and changes out the gear fluids and, and things like that. I feel like those are some of the most forgotten pieces and components out there.
2: Oh, yeah. So, you know, when you think about those gear teeth going up uh, 11% grade, you know, those, those teeth are scratching on each other really hard and the oil is making a layer in between the stronger you can make that film strength, the less wear you're going to have on those gears. But so we we started um, experimenting with a product. It was a couple of years ago. We we made a, a lube oil. It was an additive. It was a version of our FR3, but it was thick like gear oil. And we sent it out to some truck drivers. I was on the radio, and they were talking about how hot their, their ends were. I said, oh, here, we got some stuff in the lab. Let me send it to you. So we sent it to them and the next month, like I'm usually on there like it's on Steve Summers Overnight Drive. It's like a 12 to 5 a.m. show. Well, I'm on there once a month. Well, the next month, everybody was calling in. They said, man, my, the places where I put it are running 15 degrees cooler than the places I didn't put it on, on the differential. They said, this is great. You got to get us more. So I had, you know, just being a nice guy had R and D blending up these small batches of a gallon and shipping them out to, you know, Lister's for free. Well, then they decided to make a lube oil out of it. So now we have a a lube oil that um, we are, we're testing right now. It's out with probably a hundred truck drivers. You just want to get all the results, make sure there's, everything's good before we run it, but it reduced the wear by over 50% and it cooled down the back, you know, the the temperature by 15 degrees. The super product.
1: Yeah, that's big time, man. God, in the long run, what you're able to do, to imagine the money you can save, um, just a few of these products, a few of these additives, and the longevity game is stretched out to a point where you couldn't even wrap your head around probably before the podcast. It seems like, it seems like it's too good to be true, but backed up with oil analysis, man, you can prove every point of it. That's, that's pretty amazing.
2: Yep. Yeah, and that's, that's what we do. We start with lab testing and then we take it to real world testing and we compare the results. But I mean, everything that we make has been tested thousands and thousands of times. We, we have over a million dollars in our lab and R and D and we have everything in there. I mean, you can, we do four ball, we do HFRR, everything's in there. So yeah, we can, we can back everything up. That's crazy.
1: Um, but that, that in itself gives you a lot of confidence, man. And, and when you, when you look at your product line, um just overall a few of these additives a few of these um filtration systems and dude you can save man you can save a lot of money if you're awesome. you know over the road trucker or something like that imagine imagine the money you're saving um just being able to add some you know a few ounces of this additive and and be able to get back on the road that's i mean that's big time savings yeah and it's not it's not you know crazy
0: wizardry stuff right it, it's Dawn soap, right? You've you've run out while you're washing dishes. If you had some way to filter out the gunk in there, you know, all of the particles of egg and whatever else you had for dinner, if you had something to filter that out, which we do on the engine, and then you could just squirt a little bit more soap in there, you could keep on washing dishes. I mean, it's the same kind of concept. And like you said, you know, with the testing, which which I've never done, but I've been around it forever, uh, you know, through the industry and, and work. Uh, but I've never done it on my personal vehicles. But I'm gonna take you up on that. I want to test some of my oil and anybody out there that's got you know their thing that they love their their tow rig their race car their their fun hot rod whatever um you know for a couple bucks you can kind of just randomly test your oil for fun it's cheap and you'll learn hey what do i really need to do to take care of my machinery instead of our typical paranoia which says i really love this thing i'm going to change it early and i'm just throwing money in a hole (laughs) right so yeah uh, i'm going to take you up on that and i want to you know Like you said, you, you do one or two tests and you can kind of characterize that vehicle to that oil and you can go, okay, now I know I can get 6,000 or 8,000, you know? And if I add a little booster, I'm good to go. If I check my oil, so I'm not low, I'm solid, right? So it's the confidence that you get with the science and the measurement to go along with all those options, uh, to make your stuff run better, right? Lower the friction, uh, and save you some money. All cool things in my book.
2: What well, One last thing I'll say, if, if just a, you said that so much better than I did, but if you can imagine taking vitamins all the time, like I'm taking the zinc supplement every day, and then all of a sudden I go and get a blood test, and it says I got way too much zinc in my body. You know, so why am I doing this? You know, the blood test is what told me don't do that or do it. You know, yeah, you're low on this, take this. That's the same thing the oil, the oil analysis will do I'm doing me. it.
0: I think this is cool.
1: I've been wanting to do it forever. <laughs> I just never, you know, gotten off my butt. So how do people go get these oil analysis kits? Where do where do they go where do people find you socially?
2: You can go to HotshotSecret.com. That's they'll they're right under there under the products, the oil analysis, where they can call one 800 341 6516 and they'll take your order over the phone. They're open twenty-four hours a day, three hundred and sixty-five days.
1: You you gotta be stunned at some of the just some of the results that you've seen. Probably going into it like I'm, I'm gonna curious if this is gonna work, and then boom, you see this data that just blows everybody away. That's gotta feel pretty good, man, and in your shoes to watch that occur in real oh, time.
2: Uh, it, it does, <laughs> and it helps. It helps the the burn from all the failed experiments, <laughs> right?
1: Uh, <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> it, your best teacher's your last fail, right? It's always the way it is, man. um But. You know, you failed a lot, but what you've been able to come out of it with is uh, some amazing products. Uh, on, on what really is, there's so many, I want to say there's so many things when you go to a counter of an uh, auto parts store, uh, man, that you feel like just as garbage, and, and it really is. But you guys really go that extra mile uh, to make sure your product's works, it works and it works great. Yeah. The number of people you have testing it in the race world alone, you guys. Just to give you an example, uh, Chris, before we leave, tell everybody the ET, the number. Um, and this is eighth mile. This is a big, huge four wheel drive truck. What's the number you've seen with some of your racers? Listen to this.
2: It was it was three point nine nine, and Jesus. the old world record was uh, four twelve. And he broke that one at four eight, and then last year he broke three nine nine. This year he's going for three nine. So he's building a new car right now. And that's a diesel Sub engine. Sub
0: four seconds in a truck. In a, in a
1: truck,
2: truck. Dude. man,
0: an eighth mile with a diesel stupid. engine.
2: With a diesel engine.
1: Yeah. A diesel engine. So shut your mouth. Listen to what he's saying. Go to his website. Do the work. It pays inevitably on the big end. So, man, huge uh, success stories there. Uh, One more time, where do people go and find that oil analysis kit uh, and find more of your products?
2: Uh, Hotshotsecret.com. There's all kinds of education on there. There's all kinds of products. There's videos, forums. I mean, you will become a master of everything if you just spend a couple hours on there. There you go.
1: Hotshotssecret.com. Uh, and look, if you're trying to find our show, that's easy. It's on the Motor Trend Network. Um, check your local listings on also available on Motor Trend Plus, which is our streaming format, a great way to find us. Uh, I'm telling you guys, Chris Gabeltrek, he is one of the best resources we have. He's the Einstein of additives. Hot shot secret. You guys got to find it. You got to get it. Get that oil analysis, man. Uh, let's all get smarter about our rigs. Uh, my man, Kevin Byrd. I am Willie B. Our producer, Scoop, and executive producer, Bob Ecker. Don't forget to check out our website, twoguysgarage.com. Share your thoughts
0: with us. We're on social, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at twoguysgarage. The Two Guys Garage podcast is copyrighted. 2023, Brenton Productions Incorporated. All rights reserved.
1: So... How do we get those oil analysis kits, uh, Chris?
2: <laughs> um, send me an email. What's your I think I... you guys are both. Did I sent you stuff before?
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Okay. I'll, I'll just. Never an oil out. analysis
1: kit. Um, but I'm definitely going to do that because I got a couple cars I'm tired of changing oil on. <laughs> so uh, I need to know. It's a need to know basis, and yeah, we need to this know. Be fun.
0: Man. Well, there's all kinds of, you know, how often you should change your dirt bike, you know, like x number of rides x number of miles but it'd be fun to kind of actually you know prove this stuff Test out it
2: yourself right. there uh, you go, man. i'll get them ordered tomorrow
0: you're the man cool deal all right guys hopefully you learned something uh we always do talking with chris uh we'll catch you on the next two guys garage podcast